What's up, guys and girls? Welcome to episode three of the Rock Hippie Podcast. This is Rock Hippie Adventures. My name is Keith. I'm Mel. And we start the show on, quite frankly, a very sad note this week. Um, I was sitting up late last night and watching some TV, and I saw the news come across um, that actor Chadwick Boseman had passed. Um, it kind of... it. It's kind of a hard one to take um, because most of the time when celebrities die, there's all these adverse issues that go along with it. You know, right. yeah. You know, a lot of actors uh, being troubled and, and and not just actors but celebrities in general. There, you know, there's there's issues with drugs and you know suicides. None of that is okay. And like, I don't want anybody to die from anything or saying because you die from drugs or anything is okay. It's just, you know, it's it's they're so sudden. Yeah. And and unfortunately, everybody. Maybe not everybody in the world or people who knew of Chadwick Boseman, who if you don't know who Chadwick Boseman is, shame on you. Um, a wonderful actor, uh, a strong black man who... Uh, he just seemed like the kindest man. Yeah. I mean, he did... Like you just got that gentleness from yeah. him. Like powerful, quietness, gentleness. Yeah. yeah. He was... He, he seemed... From from his interviews and his offstage when he accepted awards and things like yeah. that, he just seemed such like a humble man and such a man who who really wanted to, you know, bring kind of this joy to the world. And, um, but anyways, if you don't know who Chadwick Boseman is, he was uh, the man who brought the Black Panther to life on the screens for us in the Marvel Universe. Um, man, I honestly, I just don't even know how to make more of a boast about him. He played Jackie Robinson in 42. He played James Brown in... Gosh, I'm, I've lost my train of thought in the movie that he played James Brown in. There you go. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, usually I'm more prepared than that, but this one is, is rough. I mean, he, he's played uh, – he had the 21 Bridges movie that came out uh, last year. Uh, I know there was a movie coming out this year, uh, The Bloods Five or The Five Bloods, uh, which I haven't seen much about, but I'm kind of anticipating reading more about that. But uh, he passed – he had stage four colon cancer. Mm-hmm. And in 2016, he was diagnosed uh, with stage three cancer. Uh, so he's had this battle going on for almost four years now. And, you know, people's like the sudden passing of, I mean, it, I mean, in a sense, it is kind of sudden because, you know, nobody expects a 43 year old man to die. But because of his situation, you know, he probably knew his family probably knew that, you know, it could happen. Um, especially when you reach to the stage four level of cancer, which I know many people who might listen to this show and many people in this world understand the the, the graveness of it, the severity of it. Yeah, that. But yeah. the the devastating effect of how it takes a, fo- a toll on the family. Yeah, I've had loved ones, uh, close family members, die from cancer, and uh, you can see them be like all. It seems like they'd be in perfect health for so long, and then they'd have these like weeks or days that are just so bad, so terribly wrong yeah. with them that you, you don't know what's going to happen yeah. in the next minute. And unfortunately, um, I don't want to say he lost his fight because I think his life, even to that to the age he lived, he he won because he was able to affect so many people's lives. Yeah. Um, it's a shame because I was looking forward, I was so looking forward to the movies he was going to create. Uh, he was such a versatile actor. Yeah. Um, he made you feel connected with the roles he played. He, for me, he was he was one of those few actors who provided that escape. Uh, like I remember everybody being so hype about the Black Panther. Like 
Although I, I'm in a, I'm a Marvel freak. Like I love the Marvel. I'm late to the party on all of that. Yeah, that that that's a story we'll get to at some point. But the MCU was one of those creations um, of movies that I absolutely loved. I mean, you know, people are DC and people are Marvel, but the um, the truth of it is, is that Marvel was my thing. Um. When Black Panther was coming to the theaters, there was a lot of hype. There was a lot of talk about it. But I don't know if anybody understood the level of greatness that this movie was going to be. Uh, not just from, the, from the, the standpoint of a great cinematic movie. Not from the standpoint of being one of the pivotal movies in the MCU. Uh, not being a movie that was just, I mean, let's be honest, that was a badass movie. Like, from front to back, just one badass movie. Good story a twist, plots, everything worked in this movie. But he was such a great actor in it. But on top of that movie being great, you know, cinematically, it was such a movie that that set a tone in, in this world of where social justice and social equality, racial equality, and all these things were, were a big platform and coming across. And a man who stood at the forefront of that movie to, to make it known how it would point fingers at the systematic wrongs that were happening in our in our in our system in our culture at that time and it was such a well done movie like some people could say it was so subtle but if you watched the movie you saw how intensely pointed this movie was trying to get at racism and social injustices Mm -hmm. um and he did such a marvelous job playing that role yeah like you like i know a lot of people when they found out he was an american uh, just like a, an average American guy, yeah. Going, I, I really thought he was like African, you know, and yeah, you bu- I, like you he was it. native from yeah. African because how well he portrayed that role, yeah. how well he he made you think that not only that, like we, uh, okay, if you don't know, Wakanda is not a real country. <laughs> well, you have to clarify that. Yeah, maybe. but you know, but being a country that would be in the continent of Africa, right, right. You know, people literally thought that this man was that they found that an actor he was from, from there. there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and a lot of people didn't know. That's just you know, ignorance on people because they didn't know. But again, uh, not to kind of overdrown this, and we make this podcast go forever about uh, the death. But we do want to say that uh, at, at the Rock Hippie Crew, we're we're taking it back. It hurts our hearts. Yeah, it made me sad when you woke me up last night because I was yeah. asleep. I don't know. I was kind of. It just kind of bummed me out. Yeah, it, it does take Like, a it changes the future of those movies, too. Like, yeah. any kind of way that the, he's yeah, going to be included in there. You just can't replicate that. You can't have somebody else just step into a role no. to that degree. I, I know I know Heath Ledger's death was completely the opposite type of death. But, Keith but it Ledger, was similar. But, but the, the, the impact that Heath Ledger made as an actor, how yeah. he made you feel, especially after he played that role of Joker in The Dark Knight, it was one of those things where it's like, gosh, you know, no, no actor is going to be able to do what Heath Ledger did. Yeah, and there's not going to be another actor, I think, that can pull off and do roles and perform as well as Chadwick Boseman did. And no. it's, it's going to be an effect, and it's a, it's a great loss, not just to uh, those in the MCU, but to those around the world. Yeah. And I am so – my thoughts – our thoughts and our prayers go out to uh, Mr. Boseman's family. Uh, I can only imagine. I know. I can imagine. Yeah. I've been through it. I understand. Um, but it's rough. I just hope everybody 
just takes the time to think about, you know, those in their life and how, how hard it can be. And um, we'll move on. Um, trying to bring up the note a little bit here. Yeah, right. Uh, we had a week. We did our COVID talk last week. And guess what? <laughs> I had a COVID scare. Karma. Is it karma? All we did was talk about the, the, the whole coronavirus it's just, thing. It's, and it's what just the hell? Strange as shit. Like, I wake up, like, so we record Sunday night. Yeah, feel fine. No issues. Yeah, I go to bed. I wake up Sunday morning or Monday morning to go to work. And literally, like, and, and normally I would not call out of work. I wouldn't think anything. No, you are not a person who calls out of work. Yeah, I, I don't You'll do, go to Like, it has to, to be work. like. Yeah, yeah. But still, but because my symptoms, what I have wasn't your typical corona or COVID symptoms. Um, but we had a friend who did test positive for COVID, and I had the same exact symptoms he did. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap, maybe. And I, I felt, like, bad because I you slept. You felt terrible. I think I slept in, like, two and a half days. I probably slept about 36 hours. Yeah, because I, I was in the bed a lot. I was out a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, you just felt terrible. You yeah. were very run down. Getting yeah. up, simple things that you should just be able to get up and do were wearing yeah. you out. Yeah, I couldn't even keep my eyes open sitting in my chair. But anyways, got no tested. No other symptoms, though. Fever, none of the other I didn't have a fever. I didn't have you a really terrible really cough. really bad. Yeah. But there was some respiratory things going on at the moment. So I was like, we'll go get tested. Um, I got tested, too. We did get that. tested. So we went... Um, Got tested. Super test- quick process. Yeah, it was. We, we Very well organized. Yeah, I, th- I think they uh, have gotten their shit down hospital with system. the COVID testing in yeah. our area anyways. And uh, we were in and out. Uh, I mean, the line didn't move very fast, but it was fine. Yeah, a couple days later, we got the test results. And I'm negative. Both negative. Yeah, we're both negative, Non-issue. so we don't have the COVID. Uh, but it was kind of interesting that that did happen the night after we recorded. Like, I'll show you. Yeah. yeah I was <laughs> like, you're going to talk about me? <laughs> Bitch here. I'm going to show gonna you who's boss you in this in house. I'm going to stab you in the front. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Take your ass out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, real quick, we're going to kind of – we're doing a new format tonight. We're going to try some new things. We're going to try to – we've been trying to establish a good format layout for the show. Uh, so tonight, uh, we got a couple more things we want to talk about from this week. We're going to go into our spot. We're going to call it it's the Rock Hippie Recos time. Uh, we're just going to give you some recommendations, whether it's books, movies, TV shows, um, music. Did I say that? Podcast. Yeah, you did. Um, and uh, we're trying to reach out to some bands. So if you're a band that's maybe listening to this and you want to get your music featured on the show, give us a call. Or yeah, give us a call if you can. Uh <laughs> Reach us on Instagram, reach us on Facebook. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, reach out to us because, you know, not only do we want to feature music on the show of new bands or up and coming bands, but we want to get you on the show and talk to you because I love talking to bands. I love talking to musicians because they're such an interesting breed of people, how their mind thinks. It really blows my mind, especially the writing process. How people write their music is is one crazy thing to me. Yeah, we're a great big fat music junkies like, like everything. if if music was twinkies i am woody harrelson in zombie oh my god shut it down <laughs> yeah true you kind of are yeah because that's <laughs> cute you know i and not only that i digest so much music if music was twinkies yeah i couldn't get out of the house because yeah. the doors would not be big enough i'd be it's a true. fat fat man because i would be eat a happy so much. fat man oh, i would be music. yeah <laughs> anyways uh but there is something that that came out this week i'm gonna let mel have um, the floor on that so one. before all the covid i did not realize that in march my last concert would be 
um, from Ashes to New and Skillet. Yeah. <laughs> Skillet's your last yeah. concert of the year. Well, I mean, the tickets were super cheap. I think we got them for like six bucks. Yeah. I know. What was it? Twelve bucks? I don't know. It was ridiculously cheap. I didn't and get I was to like, go. It kind of sucked. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm not going to say it sucked because well, I got Well, me and my friend moves. Sarah went. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You had to go see the baby. But yeah, Sarah and I went and we had a great time. It was like on a Thursday night, but it was literally our last concert, last live music I saw. Yeah. And so they played, um, from Ashes to New, played a bunch of their new stuff that was coming on their new album. And it just came out on Friday, so it made my day because yeah. I had really loved a couple of their songs and just had to wait until they came out. And yeah. I'm super stoked. The album's great. We listened to it, what, mm-hmm. a couple times front to back. Yeah, I've listened to it a few times. Yeah, it's just one of those um, good albums that you can just kind of put on and just kind of listen to yeah. it and, you know. I yeah, and it. if we get a chance to reco it, meaning that the band allows us to play their music on our check show. Check your email. I sent you one. Yeah, if, 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 if <laughs> Ashes to New is happening and they listen to this, hey, check your email. We need some permission to play some songs. We want to talk about the music and uh, give our thoughts about it. And, yeah. hey, if you are listening you want to get on the show with us, absolutely. Hook it up. We'll talk. Whatever. But anyways, uh, we're going to go into the Rock Hippie Recos. Woot woot. Let's um, it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's just, I, I think it's cool, you know. It might not be. These aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> but it is the ones we're looking for. It is. So uh, this week, uh, the reco, we're going to start with, I've got a TV show reco that I want to throw out real quick. Um, it's on Netflix. It's called High Score. If you haven't seen it, if you have Netflix, and you're a video game, like you love video games, but not just like playing them, but you love the history and the in-depth everything about video games, you got to go check this series out. I binged it in... I watched days. 10 minutes of it. Yeah, I binged it in like two days. I think it took Was it a documentary? Yeah, or it's a okay. documentary. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a documentary-style feature. It's six episodes. Um, oh, so you can watch it super quick. Yeah, you can. I mean, like, if you're like me who just gets into a mood where I want to watch a show, you can watch it in literally one day. Yeah. You come home after work and like, I'm going to be lazy today. Check out what I'm going to do. I'm binging Netflix. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I sat down and watched it. It took me a couple of days because I split it up, but it is, it is a – it is a well done, like, it's not just one of those documentaries It's like, okay, we do this, we do this, we do this. They do this bouncing around thing on each episode that's kind of thematic in what they're doing, but they make it very interesting where you're following, mm-hmm. and then you're wondering, hold on, what's happening? And then it bounces back and forth. Oh, that's cool. It's a well done documentary. It's different. I su- yeah, I suggest if you like video games or you like documentaries, if you like learning, this is one of those that'll okay. do it. And I, 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 de- I highly recommend uh, High Score on Netflix, so go check that out. Our second recommendation of the night is um, a little biased on this one. Nepotism, <laughs> if you just will. a little nepotism, <laughs> but I, I like it. So uh, there's a there's a brand new band. Uh, they've been working for let's see, I think they've been at it for a little over a year. Yeah, um, right when we started dating, they were kind of getting things. They was they was together. getting their groove on. Yeah, yeah they getting sure going. were <laughs> getting their groove on. Mm. Stella got a groove back. No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's that hits on so many different levels, but we won't go there. The band is called American Scream. Um, it features a few guys. Um, some people that you that you might know personally. Yes, yeah, some. Uh, well, <laughs> if you're listening to the show and you know me personally, you know who I'm talking about. The band American Scream features uh, my eldest son Ryan. Yes. He plays the he plays bass in yes. the band, and. Uh, I, I kind of dig 
what they're doing. Like, okay, so me and Ryan are real close when it comes to music, and we like certain types of music. So I Ryan was Ryan looks like you spit him out of your butt. Like, <laughs> and he is a spitting image of you. Like, seriously, I remember that one picture I saw of Ryan, and I was like, oh, look at you when you were young. And you're like, that's not me. And I was like, oh, that's Ryan. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so the band American Screen, ugh, I'm so excited to talk about my son's band. It's not my son's band. So it's a group of four guys. Um, out of Boone, North Carolina. Out of Boone. They're local to Boone. They're kind of a pop rock band. Uh, they actually will have a new single coming out on September the 4th if you – haven't listened to them, uh, please go over to Spotify, check out American Scream. They do have an EP called Sync Out. We're going to play a couple we songs. We have links on our webpage. You can find our uh, plot, uh, Spotify playlist for songs we played on the show, so you can actually yep. go and find those two songs. That we're yeah, you can find them on Spotify. We'll have links uh, to the band's Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, yeah, yeah. wherever they're at. We'll they're have awesome. Links. Good dudes. Like, super good yeah, dudes. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really all great guys. Um but like I said, they, they, they will have a new song coming out on September the 4th. They're working really hard uh, promoting it, getting everything ready until it drops. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have some links to their YouTube page. They do yeah, more than videos. just band. They do a lot of crazy little. Um, oh, you got to check out their little dad thing. Like, the, remember the video that he did? He was talking. Um, it was the dad thing, but the computer. Yeah. It was funny as shit. It was hilarious. Yeah. So definitely. They're just funny, like, good, just nice boys that sounds so creepy but that's what they are and and once they get everything you know tied up uh we'll get all the guys on the show Uh, yeah i would love to yeah and i love just talk to them because you know since they're they are a new band they're young guys yeah they're super Um, fun loving yeah they it would be so great to get them on the show and uh talk about their writing process and how they go through things and that's going to be really cool um but we do i would love for you to go check them out uh because well, you know, it's my son. I'm super proud of him. I'm super glad. I'm super. Well, it takes a lot to like do all of that. It's yes. not an easy process by any means. And then on top of that, you know, you're working on schedules and people have lives and they're some of them are married, some of them are dating. And so, yeah. you know, you've got all of those things, but they genuinely like each other. I think they were friends first, were they not? And then they yeah. kind of all. Yeah, I, th- I think they all met through church or something. That's what of I that thought nature. too. And yeah. like I said, we're not I don't want to give a lot of information out about, you know, everything and try to get in depth because that's not what we're trying to do tonight. We just want to recommend the band, uh, American Scream. Uh their EP that's out on Spotify Spotify right now is called Sync. Uh their first song that we're gonna uh kind of go into the ad or into our break because you know we gotta pay some bills. Word. Well, uh-huh. We got to find a way, a little bit of money to pay some of these bills that we're incurring on. uh, Well, we're just buying some stuff. Yeah, we're buying stuff. You know, and if you want to support us, we got a support uh, button on our page over at anchor.fm. We've got. If you don't, that's fine too. We're going to do this regardless. Yeah, I mean, we love it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We're going to give you some more information at the end of the show about everything else, but I don't want to take away from the recommendation of American Scream, uh, EP Sync. And this first song you're going to hear is a little clip from the song Hypocrite. If I fail to practice what I preach, if I screw up royally, in front of everyone to see, would you still be there for me? And if I'm ruin the whole thing, you said you love me endlessly, but you don't pick up when I bring, does that make you a hypocrite like me?
So that was Iceberg uh, from American Scream. Again, uh, the band we recorded uh, before the ad. Thanks for coming back. Uh, today, we didn't even talk about what we were going to talk about. But today, we're going to be talking about dating in your 40s. Uh, it could be dating at any age, but we're going to specifically talk about dating in your 40s. Because that's all we are. Yeah. So On follow the back me. back end of them, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I want you to follow me on this journey. Oh, that's ought to be good. <coughs> Gather around, children. It's story time. This <laughs> <laughs> is Saturday morning. And a young man's lying in his bed. And his phone goes <coughs> off. Young? Oh. Who's doing this <laughs> narrative here? Come on. Damn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go all right, ahead. All right, go back. Go uh, back. All right. All right. Start over. <laughs> Asshole. Yes. This <laughs> is Saturday morning. A middle-aged man. Is laying in his bed. <laughs> and his phone goes off. There's a text. From some hot ass girl. Who's doing this narrative? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> We're never going to get through this at this point. <laughs> I'll stop. As a text comes through. From a gorgeous woman. Oh, that's so sweet. But yeah. Well. And it says, can you meet me for lunch? He's intrigued. He's excited. He texts back, yes, what time and where? 11 o'clock, Brick's Pizza. You know the one. I think so. I can find it. I have Google Maps. GPS works. I will be there. So he gets up. He gets dressed in a nice little blue shirt, khaki pants, mm -hmm. boots, gets his hair fixed. He didn't really fix his hair. He just woke up. Rolled out of bed and put some clothes on, brushed his teeth, threw on the cologne, got in his car, and said, hell yeah, off I'm going. He's driving down the road. He's driving down the road. He's thinking, oh, this is going to be great. A date, early Saturday morning. Things could be awesome. But there's this eyesore of a little establishment called Biscuitville, who has a line consistently into the street, but he says, no worries, I'm a great driver. I can whip around <laughs> the traffic. But no, lo and behold, <laughs> a car cuts out in front of him, cuts him off, pisses <laughs> him off. What the hell are you doing, lady? <laughs> he drives down the road, not much further to his destination of Brick's Pizza. He pulls in. He's there first. Cool. <laughs> He pulls in. He likes being first because punctuality is a high priority on his list. He always likes to be early. He pulls into the parking lot. He looks <laughs> around. He doesn't see her. He doesn't see anybody waiting. So he sits for a minute. And about that time, another car pulls in. She pulls in. Oh, it is her because I can tell from her picture that I have seen on the online dating site that this is the woman that he is meeting there. She gets out of her car. He gets out of his. Hey, how are you doing? Good. You know, the, the, the formal 
introductions have mm-hmm. begun since this is the first time they're officially meeting each other in person mm-hmm. for millennials IRL smoke <laughs> that <laughs> so as they walk in to Brick's Pizza he was discussing the ride over and it was to be known that yes the woman who did cut you off <laughs> was the woman you're meeting <laughs> at Brick's Pizza guilty <laughs> she's laughing as I'm telling this narrative. Because it's funny. So we go inside to have our first official in-person date yes. to eat Brick's Pizza. Now, we order pizza. We have good conversation, jokingly, talking about things that we did not know about each other yet. Things like, do you cuss? Well, hell yeah, I cuss. Great, because I'm tired of editing myself. <laughs> the beautiful woman states. And he's like, thank God, because this fucking waitress is driving me insane. Asking me, I have not finished my pizza. Would you like to check, please? Well, I didn't know if I wanted dessert yet or not, lady. It was an interesting meal. I hope you enjoyed the narrative of mine and Mel's first official meeting. It's beautiful, babe. Yeah, what the hell ever. (laughs) Young man. (coughs) Young. But yet... Hot-ass woman over here. Anyways, guys and girls, yes, so... Oh, you just insulted me. Rude. How did I insult you? Mm. I said this hot-ass woman over here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I got to be the middle-aged man, but she gets to be the hot-ass woman. You can be a hot-ass man. You just didn't say that about yourself. I just said it about you. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have. I would have. Anyways, dating in your forties is 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 kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, date. I think dating in general is, is a, a pain, pain in, the in the ass. So for anybody who's dating, I apologize. Um, Sorry. Yeah, we're gonna talk more about getting together and you know marrying stories. There are some stories, good parts of it. There's some really good parts of it. Yeah, I, I guess. But um, that was our first date. Yes, the girl cut me off in traffic sure on the way to did. to the first date. Yep. What a train wreck no we actually had a pretty good first date um, no we really honestly did we had great conversation honey sriracha pizza yep we split a pizza yeah I did we split a pizza yeah we, we split, did a pizza. split a pizza yeah because it was like early it was like just yeah. after breakfast you had run like 13 miles that morning yeah. i'd slept 13 hours same thing no well we both had plans that were already pre-established yeah we knew i was getting ready to go out of town so that was yeah, kind of a last minute you were going out of town i was actually leaving like that we day. we had tried a couple times uh, yeah. earlier, but there's some things that come up. So we finally got to meet, uh, enjoyed it. Yeah, I just it wanted was, to meet you before I left. Yeah, it was an interesting first date. Um, it wasn't like, you know, like there was no like. It wasn't awkward. No, I, like I said, it wasn't one of those first dates. It's like we will always remember it because the waitress was kind of she like. She was so fucking weird. Yeah, she was super weird. Like, we had a half a pizza, and she was asking us if we wanted a box. I remember looking at you at one point and saying, does it look like we're having that bad of a time yeah. that she's, like, trying to rush us out? Because right. we were laughing and carrying on. Yeah. We, we had a lot of good conversation. We were there for about, what, an hour, two hours? Hour and a half. Hour and a half. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. It's about an hour and a half we were sitting eating pizza. And, I mean, it was fine. It was good. We, we had a good time. We left. Uh, we texted. We continued to text. Uh, uh, nonstop from then. Yeah, pretty much. But that leads us to here. But we're, we're mainly going to talk about dating. Uh, I think the big thing for me and Mel, we're both dating after marriage. After years of marriage. Yeah. 20 plus years. Yeah. We both were together. Yeah. Uh, our former spouses, we were with 20 plus years. Uh, it is, it is quite an interesting thing. 
not only to date in your 40s, because I'm like, I know there was people who date in their 40s when I was in my 20s. Yeah. But I think the concept of dating in our 40s. After being married for 20 years. Plus dating when we, when we were dating when we were younger was in a completely different era of culture and society yeah. than it is today. Yeah. And I know everybody can say that. Like, well, when I was 20, it was different than when I was 40. But the advancement of technology and how dating is handled oh. is not the same when I was 20. Totally different. And, and I'll say this. People who were 40 when I was 20, dating was the same when they were 20. I really feel yeah. that way. I don't think there was much difference. I mean, there were Passing telephones. Checks and boxes. Yeah, not <laughs> middle school dating. Oh, my no. gosh. Yeah. Not oh. middle school dating. <laughs> no. I'm talking about, like, just in your yeah, 20s. You, you went out to bars, people, clubs. You went out. Yeah, yeah. You well, met I mean, people. both of us got married super young, too. Yeah, so I mean, I was. So it wasn't that we were, like, hitting the bar scene because that was. But not married. You couldn't have been. Not you when I was married. married. So I'm saying, but we were married if young. I was married at 19, but I mean, I did all that bar stuff before I got married. You know, yeah, I was in the military, so that's true. But I mean, yeah. So at 19, I got married, and then at 44, 43, 44, I'm dating again. Yeah, you know, and it's a different like when I was coming out of it. You know, I realized okay, there's online dating. You, so you're not literally, you're not, not literally, but you're not really meeting people at a bar, mm-hmm. at a club. I tried that, you know, I tried going out and meeting people, but it was just, it was awkward because people did not like, they did not interact the way we interacted when we were younger Mm-mm. in those environments. And plus, uh, Mel and I live in the city of Greensboro, which is like 120th in the United States of cities Very on the scene. Very family friendly, yeah, not a, a single scene. This is not a single scene. So it's even harder at that point. So most of the people that you end up, connecting with are like in cities that are an hour away from you yeah a lot of raleigh a lot of raleigh durham a lot of charlotte but that leads to us to like dating in our 40s so so the big cultural shock for me was online dating learning how to navigate that yeah Um, that was rough yeah you do not know what you're going to get I'm sure if you're listening to this and you've ever online dated and I'm speaking of stuff like tinder and bumble and hinge and Okay, Cupid and Match and Harmony, Plenty eHarmony. Of fish. Yeah, oh my god, all of them out there and maybe I'll su- we'll we'll recommend maybe what we think is the best way to go for online dating. Uh, but the reality of it is is you're literally looking at pictures of people, praying that it's real pictures. You're looking at profiles of, you know, bios of people that they have written about themselves hoping that it's real. Yeah. Uh, not only hoping that their pictures are of themselves, but that this profile accurate picture of themselves well this profile that is in the real person and not like some fishy robot or bots and stuff because like most of the most of the dating apps now are filled with bots people just trying to find a way to scam somebody yeah and make money and things like that and um it it was very difficult uh to navigate that yeah especially when you see like the same 30 people every time you log on like awesome yeah i've already been through those yeah <laughs> you like i need to widen my like that's the reason i dated so much in like in raleigh durham from greensboro which is for people who don't know could be anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and a half away yeah. from where i live so there was there was some adjustment for me yeah you start taking away your filters because yeah exhausted all of yours you stuff. start going into age brackets that you normally wouldn't go into <laughs> you did <laughs> I get my age brackets. You did not. (laughs) (laughs) At all. (laughs) Girls that are younger are a little bit more mature than boys that are younger. Mm, Sure they are. (laughs) 
but yeah, you know, it, it <laughs> online dating was thing. I mean, I remember one time I matched with a, a lady, a woman, girl, whatever. Girl. No. Woman. Yeah. Okay. She was close to my age, about forty-two. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about something else. Uh, you know, looking at her pictures, profile, you know, and then you text back and forth a little bit, and you're like, and for me, I'm like, texting's great, talking on the phone's fine, but y- you're really not getting anywhere. I'm like, let's. Let's you go wanted out. to meet more, but yeah. women are not about that, though. It's 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 a tough thing. No, it is, but I mean, in any other situation, you know, it's like, hey, are you? Tell me when you're comfortable going out. Let's meet. You know, yeah. and you meet in a public place, meet at a restaurant, meet at a bar, whatever. But I did. I I, I met this one. Uh, rolled up to the place that I was going to meet her at in Durham. Uh, walked oh, this in. Is a good story. Walked in. Uh, said, talk to the hostess. Hey. Um, looking for so-and-so blah 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 uh she's blonde tall whatever um said her name she goes no i don't i don't think i've i was like and i was like well let me show you a picture it's you know first date tender or no it's bumble and i was like here and i showed her the picture and she goes no i haven't seen this person i was like okay i was like well can i go to the bar get a drink i'll wait for her there and i walked in and i was uh talking to the bartender and me and her was you know talking back and forth you know, a little flirty. I know I'm on a going on a date, but the bartender was a little flirty, blah. And I was like, you know, but I'm. I told her I was like, I'm looking for somebody. Have you seen this person? She goes, uh, like the only blonde here is the one down at the end of the bar. Um, I turned. I guess she hadn't seen me. I turned. She goes, Oh, hey, Keith, how are you? And I'm like, Oh shit. Not even close to what you thought. Like pictures like these were pictures of herself like they were her pictures but done in a certain way they were done in such a way that she did not i mean like she looked totally different like, like photoshopped or just the way that she took the picture i don't know you if it was tell. the filters like Ooh. snapchat filters that were just done so well that you really didn't get i mean i was she a little too airbrushed huh? like i looked at the bartender the bartender looked at me and we both shook our head like that there's That's no not her. there's no freaking way <laughs> that this is the same person but yeah, absolutely. It was uh, it was one of those times where, like, damn, maybe like I started after that date. I started Facetime and like, hey, if we're gonna talk, we get on Facebook or something, or get on yeah, Snapchat, start and we would have at least people. have a literal mm-hmm. video chat. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do it with everybody, but with a few people, I did because there was, <laughs> uh, I well, I, t- I say it like this: there was if I had to drive more than an hour to meet somebody. Yeah. I was going, we were going to have that. You want to at least have some interaction beforehand. Yeah, exactly. I get that. that makes if they sense. were local, like in Greensboro, like you were, yeah, I didn't cares? care because it was like five seconds down You're the road. You're going out anyways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be out going to Target or some shit anyway. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was one of those. I mean, it, and it was, there was a, there was a hundred different stories I could tell you. There were, there were some very bad ones. Uh, yeah. There were some very funny ones. Yeah. There's, there's one where, um, went out and realized the girl was younger than my kid. <laughs> one of one of my kids i didn't know i mean i, I mean 30s was fine you know yeah but 20 what was she 25 yeah she was 25 yeah no babe <laughs> that doesn't work well you know i i'll tell you this D- dating i was very honest upfront, and, and blunt no you totally were yeah i would I, say that even from the get-go yeah but i was too yeah and and i think with any person that i met i was i was very on the level with them like this is what i'm looking for this is who I am. Oh, we were like a freaking like checkbook of like things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. But you, we were both okay with it though. Well, yeah. It was just like anytime I would meet somebody online because that's how it always was. I'd never met somebody. I never actually dated somebody that I met in person. It yeah. just didn't happen. Like just off the street yeah, or in no, a bar or a restaurant happened. or something. You had to meet them online. Yeah. And um, 
So it was it was this one where it was like there was no age on her profile, blah, blah, blah. You know, he said yeah. meet. But when we met, I'm like, you know, I really don't know how old you are. I was yeah. like, you know how old I am because all my stuff was on my profile, my age. You know, I, you know, I told you how tall I was because most people didn't believe that. Most people didn't believe I was the age I was. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like, send me a picture. And I'm like, I just sent you a picture. That, like, your real picture. I'm like. Like, your real picture. Like, what yeah. do you want me to do? I'm going to hold up two fingers and stick my tongue out at you in this picture. That's what I'm doing. Blah. You know, whatever. Right. It's you know, just to, just to prove to people yeah, yeah. that I was real. But yet, girls couldn't do that either. But anyway, so we, you know, she didn't have her age on her profile. I was like, well, so how old are you? You know, like, literally. Yeah. And she's like. 25 and i'm like i'm like almost 20 years old i'm like literally my kid is older than you yeah it's like this this is not weird for you and she's like no no it's not weird i'm not like used to like i've never like 20 it was almost 20 years. but y'all had stuff in common so there was yeah, a reason we why had a lot, went we, out a music lot common, but that's there was a lot age of gap though that's a huge age gap i mean i have kids older than her i'm about to be a grandfather Word. in a year yeah, uh, yeah you know there, there was a lot of things that were life difference you know mm-hmm. i'm not having any more kids if you want kids that's never going to happen with me yeah Mm-mm. you know there's there's a Ain't lot happening. of things there yeah, yeah. but i and you know talking and about people being, say it's fine at the time but then it really might not be fine well i want to know I, I literally asked her i was like you know are you okay with us yeah you know, she can say age? that she's 25 she doesn't yeah. even know yeah she's like whatever but she, i was like and being the person i am i'm like do you have daddy issues oh my god I could see you asking that too. Like I literally, I was like, like cause for like my I'm t- looking for the reason for it. Like yeah, like I'm deal? like I'm trying to figure this out, and she's like, no, you know, parents are great, blah blah blah, whatever. But she just genuinely wanted to go out, and I'm like, okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. No, there's nothing. But then they get creepy. Yeah, they're you know, then you find out they're like driving through your parking lot. Yeah. Or they they find out where you live somehow, and they're like stalking your apartment. That's that's the that's the one that's like, woof. Yeah. Or you got, pe- I mean, and like, like this or is from super a, serious, right. super fast. And you're like, whoa, 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 like pump the brakes. Yeah. Like for a guy, it's easier to online date than a woman. Yeah. Cause we got to worry about the creepy factor. Like I could tell you how many dick pics I got. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Like ridiculous. Like, I'm, you know, when they send a picture, you're like 90% sure you don't want to open it up, but then you do anyways. And then you're like, son of a bitch. I knew I shouldn't have opened that up. Yeah. I never got a dick pic. Look, well, you shouldn't have. You would send them, not and send them like that. But you had that little meme you would send out. Yeah, I have, I have a picture of um, Richard Nixon, and at the bottom of the picture it says, "Yeah, he's got a little blindfold on him." And at the bottom it says, "Unsolicited dick pic." See, I laugh at that. I'd be way more entertained by that. Yeah. Nobody wants to see your junk, like when you're talking. I don't even want to see my own junk. I don't want to see your junk. No woman wants to see your junk. Like if you are online dating, take it from every woman out there. Unless she asks for, for you, to yeah. Send unless it. like you're at that point, like if you're sexting back and forth, by all means, send it. Yeah. But you can't be like, "Hey, how's your Saturday?" And like, unsolicited <laughs> a dick pic. Like, yeah, no, nobody yeah. wants to see that. Like, no, no unmerited, unwanted dick pics. And ladies, and you're not even at that point. Like, you're yeah. like, you know, what do you do for your job? Uh, dick pic. What do you do for the dick? Pic? Like, stop. <laughs> we don't yeah. know that. And and ladies, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot this back for a guy's perspective. Now, I, I understand guys are more horny and. They, Unless you're a four-year-old uh, woman, then you more horny, but that's just the way it is. Yeah, there, there's other things, but like I don't think that you. Oh, send you got e- some nasty shit. Yeah, I did. I, I had one girl actually send me like videos of her actually having sex with other dudes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because that she makes was, like, me. Legit. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like trying to date, not. No, she was legit trying to date. Awful. She, she wanted to. 
Nobody wants to see uh, that. No, nobody wanted to see that at all. Like, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's the woman I want to be with. Yeah. Hey. Having sex with some other dude. Yeah. 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 Let me show you. And it was basically like, I want to show you what I can do so you know you're not going to leave me. And I'm like, oh, uh, damn. But, yeah, th- those are the things. I mean, let's be honest. Um, there are people who like that. There no, are. Pe- I mean, to each his own. Yeah, if you want to have at it, go for it. But but I mean, far as being just, serious, you know, figure that out before you send stuff. Yeah, but but for being serious, like from my perspective, like I don't want to see your bourgeois shots. You know. Uh, no, I didn't send any to you. No, I never did. No, not until we got like we were. We were serious. I was wearing like a bathing suit. No, no, I'm saying we didn't even send that kind of stuff until we knew that we were serious no, enough that I've we wanted to actually start any, date. Any yeah, inappropriate. No, we didn't send any appropriate pictures until after we knew that we both loved Under Oath. Then true. we were like, "Yep, yeah, we're, we're sold." Yeah, right the, the game changer was, "Hey, do you like Under Oath?" I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Under Oath's like my, one of my favorite all-time bands." You know, so yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, dating in of itself is a very tricky thing. Um. The online dating, the changes that we've gone through, uh, you know, because there were some like, like for me, I was very upfront on my profile. No, yours was like legitimately like, everything about you. I have four grown kids. Yeah. I'm separated. Yeah. I'm this old. I'm this tall. Yeah. I'm not looking for a hookup. Uh, let's start out for friends talking, see where it goes. You know, and then the first time we start talking, you know, you start going through that process of saying, hey, you know, this is who I am. And it's like, this is what I'm looking for. I, you know, and sometimes it was like, I told him, I was like, I don't know what I'm looking for. Yeah. Sometimes it was like, you know, I'm just really looking for somebody to go eat dinner with. Yeah. You know, because I'm just tired of going out and eating by myself. There, But there's a place, there's all these things. But I think when it comes to dating in your 40s, mm-hmm. because let's be honest, you are middle age. Like, life expectancy doesn't give us another 30, 40 years. No. And it's time to, like, But, you so know, I think you have to be picky. I think it's it becomes not even picky, but just more selective on who you want to spend your time with. Yeah, I think picky – I think picky is one thing, but I think being open to the possibility of something different is – was the key. Yeah. Like, because sometimes you get in a trap to want to find what you already had. Sometimes – not all the times. If it was super bad or, you know, whatever. But I think some people get in the, in the, in the rut. They have of, a type and a person that they can Yeah, so they don't really for. get yeah. outside that box. I think you need to have non-negotiables. like Which we threw ours out, like, day one. Like, yeah. literally at the table. I didn't this, want any kids. Yeah, we were both like, no kids. And if it was kids, it had to be kids that were above the age of, like, Yeah, because, 13. I mean, I, t- yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, you had a mine. teenager. Yeah, she was 16. You know, she, she, she's, she's phasing out yeah. of being a kid. But, you know, but it, I didn't want to have to, like. You didn't want to be somebody's stepdad either. And no, have to be, be I didn't want to, like, dad. I did I did ha- end up talking to one girl who had, like, a couple of younger, like, much, much younger children, like, before elementary school and one in elementary school. And I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, there's there's no way I could do this. No. Do you want to? No. You raised I, your kids. I, I, I raised my point, kids. I don't want to do it. And I plus, I'm not having any more kids. So that was something I was very clear about. I don't want any more kids. Yeah. I'm not having any more kids. No. You know, th- I'm not doing that all over again. And I don't want to be anybody's dad. Again. No, you told me that straight away, yeah. too. And I was like, that's a non-issue because yeah. me and her dad are super yeah. cool. I d- and we yeah, I don't want to be a part she's of. She's got a dad. Yeah. I, I, d- I can't be somebody else's father. I can be supportive to you if this lasts and goes somewhere. Yeah. I'll be supportive in you being as a parent and help you parent 
when you need help, you yeah. know, or being supportive in that area. But I won't be the parent because yeah, yeah. you're not you know, stepping in as the as the dad. Shit, I've paid my dues as a parent, yeah. <laughs> and you know, and I still do. But that 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 was like a non negotiable. Well, that's for me. hard because there are. I mean, that's a big thing. Women our age, you know, do have children. It depends on the age. Yeah. On what age the kids are because not most women my age are but most women a lot of women my age started doing their families later yeah. or had kids later right. where well, I, I mean was we were late 30s. i was i was 23 yeah you were when young. my fourth kid was born yeah yeah which so is unusual. we're like bam done yeah, yeah you know because it's what we did um but but seeing that change of dating was was a big adjustment and i know it's an adjustment for a lot of people today so if you're in that phase of dating you're going through that or you've been through it then you absolutely know the struggles of like trying to find somebody not just legitimate as a person, but that's compatible as a person because there's so many things you don't know, which this is my positive to online dating. You can literally, if you can find a person that will at least conversate with you, you can figure out a person through like texting is one of those areas. You can figure out a person's intelligence very quickly. Oh yeah. For because sure. you got somebody that's got to type to you. Mm-hmm. messages so one you can figure out their intellectual level because you can see if your your and you know there and there yeah. and two and two oh, it's true, work out their spelling how they put together sentences those things if they can communicate one I'm like text yeah yeah and then if you're talking on at least you you're talking and texting before you actually meet in person because don't get me wrong you'll meet a person in person and you'll be so physically attracted to that person you don't give a shit about the intellect you don't give a shit about the the yeah. the the, the emotional and, and the mental chemistry mm-hmm. you're just all about the physical so this this gives you an advantage if you're dating for the fact of trying to find someone to be with like us in our 40s mm-hmm. you know we're looking for somebody that's possibly going to be the next person that you might spend the rest of your life with from here on out yeah you know you're not looking just to we're not hooking up there's no hooking up <laughs> yeah so hooking silly. yeah it's ridiculous just like date to hook up now you might get to that point sometimes where it's like i'm just so fucking tired of everything i like, mean yeah. i just need i just sure. need something well like i'm sexually been, frustrated give me something been there <laughs> right then work out well yeah uh yeah i didn't have that problem like not that like i i never got to the point where i was sexually frustrated and needed a fix no i didn't need a fix i just yeah well i mean choices. I, yeah it's all what we do but you know, but that was one of the advantages of it because I could weed out somebody like quickly. The problem was is that most of the people that I met physically, I would have never talked to um, most. Yeah. Because their their intellect and their chemistry, from an emotional standpoint and a depth level of their conversation, intrigued me the most. That's when I realized that I needed to start looking. At, at dating and everything a little bit differently. Like, yeah. what is it that what is it that I really want? Like, right. we talk about non-negotiables, and we talked about the kids thing because that's so easy to talk about. But what non-negotiables was I going to take in an actual relationship? No vanilla. Yeah, one was like there's no vanilla. We both said we're black and white in things. There's no gray areas. No, like everything needs to be figured out straight yeah. away. Like none of this wishy-washy crap and all this other mess. Yeah. And somebody that could actually take care of themselves, handle their own shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, we both did not want to deal with that. Yeah. Like, I'll take care of you, but you got to handle your man shit. I told you that from the get-go. Right. Like, yeah. Like, like I want to take care of you because I want to take care of you, not because I have to take care right. of you because you cannot take care of yourself. Well, we wanted, we wanted, I wanted to be in a relationship, which I, I think, you know, like, 
we talked about our marriages before I- at the end of ours, like even me and my ex, we talked about the fact that, you know, we're kind of like one of our problems is our codependency. Yeah. Like not where we were supporting each other, but we kind of you kind of become codependent on that person, mm-hmm. which kind of when you become codependent, you lose yourself, you lose 100%. your own identity. So yeah. now you're not being true to yourself because you're so worried about the other person. Yeah. So one of my things was, is I didn't want to be codependent on somebody, meaning, and I didn't want them being codependent on me because then that pushes you in a spot where it's like, you have to do things for this person, even though, yeah, you know, it's going to cost you. Yeah. So that was one of the things dating moving forward was like, I'm not going to be codependent on a person and I do not want them to be codependent on me. No, and, and I think it's also that we had a lot of self-reflection. And so when we actually met each other, just to talk about that a little bit, we were both came to the, the conclusion that, like, we're fine by ourselves. Like, yeah. it's okay. We got through the process of where we were and came out on, on the other end the way that we are and right. not I willing to go back and, and, and to mm-hmm. change those things that you worked so hard to become. You want to find somebody who compliments that, not makes you regress. Yeah, and I I think advice if you are dating in your late 30s, 40s, maybe even into your 50s, because, I I mean, I did. I did date, or I did talk to a couple of women who was right at 50, which I know, I mean, I'm thinking. You got the cougar to the, you got the gamut, babe. Look, man, I'm going to tell you something. The one thing, the one thing that I did find out about online dating, women get a thousand matches because every guy in the world doesn't care. They, like, a woman's (laughs) a woman. Like, no, I'm seriously. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I would talk to a woman that I would go out on a date with, and they're like, I can't weed through all the guys. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, and then I'm and like. And then you're just like, oh, my God, this is exhausting. And then I'm like, I can't get three matches, four matches a week. I'm thinking, damn it, how ugly or how fucked it's up am I? It's not that. It's just I think you just get to the point where you just start mistrusting intentions. And yeah. so it's like. You know, the guy. Some guys just know how to, how to, how to talk, and it's you got to weed through. You got to get past the bullshit. Yeah, and and so sometimes it's just so exhausting to get past the bullshit. That's why you were so damn refreshing because <laughs> it was like, you were straight away honest. Like you could tell it wasn't this like loaded bullshit stuff. There wasn't this like, you know. Yeah, and it was it was just one of those times where did they want to hook up or not? I mean, that was really what it came down to. Was yeah. like, there's a genuine like connection, and you really felt it. Or are they just agreeing with everything that you're saying because they're trying to, you know, get with you? Yeah, it. I, I think that's. And I think it's out. important. Like I was gonna say, if you're dating in your late thirties, yeah. hell, if you're dating at any age, honestly, but especially because most of us who are dating in our later thirties, early forties, late forties, things like that, is because we're coming out probably of a marriage or yeah. long term relationship. Or a long term relationship. Yeah, yeah. So. I think the first thing, like, I know we want to date because we need that, you know, we need that companionship. So you might be just looking for a hookup. You might be just looking for some company. But Which like might if, be the case at the beginning, but then yeah. that gets old. But but when you start thinking about the, the, the seriousness of, like, or, like, when you really want to date seriously, I think there's a couple of things you have to do. One, you got to heal. Absolutely. You, you've got to come away from whatever hurt you or the badness of the relationship. Maybe it wasn't a bad relationship. Maybe... It was just a relationship that you knew didn't work and it just had to end, which in case was mine, you know, it's just yeah. we just realized it wasn't working any longer. So we needed to say instead of causing us more heartache and stress, yeah, you know, we just it, like it's just time to move on. And it took me a long time to heal from that. There's other circumstances involved, of course, but. 
when you heal, it's not about healing from the relationship. It's about healing yourself and understanding yourself. And like Mel was saying, we had both come to a point, and this I think is good, when you're ready, you know when you're truly, honestly ready to date is when you can look yourself in the mirror and go, I'm okay being by myself. Like, yeah. I am okay. I don't need anyone. When you can say, I don't need, but I want. Yeah. There's, And I remember telling you that my mm-hmm. my thing we was. We had a big, long conversation about that. Yeah. I don't want to need you. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to have to feel like I need another person. Yeah. I want another person. So, Mel, I want to date you. I want to be with you. Yeah. But I don't need to date you. I don't need to be with you. When you throw need in there, it kind of changes the dynamic of what that relationship's going to look like. It becomes, it, yeah, it becomes codependent. Right. Super and it, quick. And it, then, it bec- then it pulls the air and the life and the fun out of the relationship because you're no longer really giving yourself freely it feels like you have to, like, do everything in your power to keep that person. Yeah. You should never have to work to keep a person. No, never. Like, people say relationships are work. I get there's work involved because you do things, but it should be something that's almost effortless. Like, you do it not because you have to. It's because you absolutely want to because that's the way you feel about that person. That person makes you feel some kind of way. That you want to do stuff for them. Absolutely. I agree. And I think that's what... You know, that's the thing you have to come to when you're ready to actually not fooling around, not hooking up, not finding companionship just for companionship. But when you're ready to seriously date, I think that's one of the, my, yeah. my biggest piece of advice is being OK of saying I don't need anybody. I do not need another person in my life because I am enough for myself. Yeah, I get it. You, you want sex. You want the cuddles. You want all those things. But Go if to you Adam want. And Eve. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. Ladies. What she said. <laughs> but for for a serious relationship that's going to turn into something, there has to be some type of self-healing and just just to the place where you can say, I'm ready. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that I do like about online dating because it removes you from, like I said, that physical attraction, which becomes physical at first. And then you realize, well, shit, I don't have anything in common with this person. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and believe me, a lot of people, I know a lot of guys, more guys will probably, well, I don't know. I think girls and women put up a little bit more of a front than guys do when it comes to the relationship part of it. They'll tell you things that they want, that you want to hear. Oh, I totally agree with that. In order to be in a relationship. Now, guys will tell you whatever you want to hear to get in your pants. Yeah, to get in your pants. But girls will literally, like, I know I had a few, yeah, you know, like, oh, you know, do you like this kind of music? Well, I don't really listen to it, but there's some things that I like, you know, and, or like, you know, this is what I listen to. Oh yeah, I kind of like that. And then you're riding down the road one day and I was like, you know, your music's really dark. And I'm like, but I told you, this is why I listen to it. The the cathartic nature of, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, or, or this is what helps me. You know, if you don't like it, then you should have told me that way we can have this compromise in the middle. I don't expect every person to be in the same place with music or TV or certain opinions or theological. No, but I mean, that's what makes it great that it's not that way. I mean, we have a lot in common, but yeah, but also have differences. I don't know any shit for movies. (laughs) Yeah, but but what I'm saying is, is that. Yeah, women will, because they're so afraid of of being by themselves that they're sometimes willing the rejection to, of yeah, it. They're yeah, they're willing to sacrifice themselves. Yeah, I, like in order to be with somebody. So and like, I was eh. super upfront with women about not only that, but my state of mental health. Like, yeah. if I if I spent more than if we talked more than five times, yeah. like real com, not like bullshit small talk conversations, but if right. we talk real conversations, then 
at some point after about five or six conversations, there would be some conversation about my mental health. I have a couple of mental disorders. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I have a few mental disorders. You have a few. Um, but in, in that respect, I would mention those because I'm trying to be up front. And then sometimes they would be like, it, it's, I understand it's no problem. That doesn't scare me off. And then it's like, okay, but we need to have a real conversation about it if we're going to move forward. And then that's when they're like, oh, I'm fine with it. But then if something happens. They're really not fine with it. So dating is, is a tricky field because at some point you have to be your real self. My motto was be your real self up front. You don't have to deal with the bullshit in the end. Yeah, that's true. So that was that was a big thing for us. Like, Oh, we were extreme. We were, we were like almost ridiculously blunt. Yeah, there was there was no punches pulled because I felt – I guess the connection that I felt in the beginning, like not just before, we, I mean, even before we met, like let's, let's talk about, let's just throw out a few, like we talked about a few of the dating apps. Yeah. And we used Hinge. I was on Hinge and Bumble mostly. I was on Tinder. I stayed away from Tinder. It scared the I shit was on Tinder and Hinge and Bumble. And Tinder is the weirdest one. Not the weirdest one, but it was, the, it was definitely the one where it's like, this is kind of like my, like maybe... I'll find somebody on it because there was enough people on it, but it was mostly like hookup and bullshit. And yeah, I'd and say oh my god, all the couples that wanted a third. Oh word, yeah. I got tons of those solicitations. Yeah. Or yeah. like men who lived somewhere else and were like in this guy was in Winston often, and he wanted a woman in Winston so that when he would be in town, that he'd have somebody to hook up with. But made it super clear that there was no way he was leaving his wife and that she was okay with it. It was pictures of the two of them on their site. Like, yeah, I'm not really into that. Yeah. Thanks. Or, like, we would like another guy in the bedroom. Or, my husband's okay. And I, I have. I remember you talked to that one woman you said. Was it a woman? Hmm. Which one? I don't know. She was married. Maybe we were just talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, yeah, not I, talking to her, but she just reached out to you. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had a couple. That one was like, yeah, my husband knows, like, she was like some lawyer or something out of Raleigh, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah. he's cool with it." And you're like, eh, "Yeah, is he like, really?" <laughs> he's he's cool with me like hooking up with other guys, and I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm not looking for a hookup." So it's it's, it's strange and it's tricky. But uh, if I or would you meet the guys that were like super nice and like carry on with you for a while, and you're like, "Okay, there's might be potential in this," yeah. and then like you get they get more persistent, like yeah. of wanting to see you, and then you're like, "Why are they being so persistent? Yeah. Like, what's the reason for that?" And then yeah. you finally figure it out. So if you're if you're serious about dating, don't use Tinder. And let no. let's let me be frank about all the dating apps. Most of them are scams. Uh, okay, Cupid. Yeah, uh, plenty of fish was really. Plenty I got of on fish. there and then deleted it like the next day. It was ridiculous. If you're going to stick to dating apps like eHarmony and Match, that are like I didn't do eHarmony because you have to pay. There's a lot. There's match like, like if you're like super looking for somebody and you want all the analytics and and all the like matchmaking software it's and. Though algorithms and you don't mind spending a little money i think eHarmony and match are, are ways to go probably i bet it probably gives you yeah. a different look at it. it it does there's a lot more information because they're like built out websites and they've been in business for they a work. long time i know people have gotten yeah. married i know people have gotten married over it. match uh, yeah match eHarmony. uh tender stay away from it unless you're just looking to hook up or you're looking for like a lot of work <laughs> for you know no reward i like tinge 
over yep. Bumble. Bumble. Bumble women have control. So for yeah. those that don't know, the guy, you basically, a woman has a control. She's the one who initiates conversation, yeah. which I like that at the beginning. But then there's just some really skeezy dudes on there. Well, uh, you're not going to get away from that on any dating no, app, No, but they were just a little bit worse on there. I thought Tinder was the worst. And I heard Tinder was the worst from other people. Yeah, I didn't even go uh, on Tinder. Bumble was fine for me because that reduced the amount of stress of me trying to figure out how to start a conversation. Yeah, because the one minute. It gave yeah. me anxiety. I didn't like it. Yeah. So um, the one that I would recommend, and I know Mel will too, is Hinge. Um, yeah, I think it's newer. It is newer. There's probably less people on it while a lot of people. But if you can get out there and get some people on it, then that's great. But It's super great. But it, it changes. We well, it changes the dynamic of online dating because like bumble all the other sites you like a profile and you like it based off of maybe their picture or maybe their bio but see with hinge you don't have to like you can like any part of their profile yeah like you can you like like we have they you got questions or thoughts yeah, or yeah. like what's your favorite vacation spot and you can say disney world and instead of liking the picture you can like that comment or you there's pictures on their instagram it gives you conversation points before yeah. you ever meet which is or before you start chatting yeah. so so you already know what to ask somebody about you know what i, I mean? had I, a, was super nice. I had a strategy to hinge like i would you not like, like girls pictures i would not like their pictures <laughs> of like themselves. Uh, like if they had a selfie or a picture of themselves like i didn't like the pictures i wouldn't i would either like a comment or a question they answered, or one of their Instagram fi pictures. Yeah, you like my Instagram picture. So my she Disney had a mug. yeah, you had a picture of a Disney mug, and I love Disney. Disney's one of my things, so I like that. And we start. I was looking for a way to have a conversation other than "Hey, you're hot," or "Hey, I like how you look," or "Your eyes are really pretty, and you got a beautiful smile." Uh, well, and that was much appreciated. That's why I like Tinge, is because yeah. you actually could have real conversations from the get go instead right. of like instantaneously, you know. Yeah. Because I thought that also helped me too get over like types. Because yeah. if there was good conversation, then you didn't feel like Same. that guy doesn't necessarily meet my type, but I will talk to him because we have something in common. Yeah. So I thought that was very helpful. That did change. So, like, if, if we're going to recommend anything, I'm going to recommend Hinge Absolutely. as far as dating. I don't know if it's changed. I don't know if Well, I love their little tagline. It's the app that's meant to be deleted, yeah. which I think is super cute. Yeah, it is super we cool. We deleted ours like super fast. Yeah, I mean, once, once we knew that we just wanted to date each other and this was it. We decided, hey, fuck it, delete yeah, it. Yeah, we both went off it, sent our little screenshots to each other, yep. and we're like, well, I'm done. I'm yeah, I'm done. all in if you're all in. We'll see where this goes. And I know we've talked about some, uh, you know, good, bad dates. I, I, I will What say was your favorite date besides ours? I mean, because yeah. really. Actually, my favorite date, and me and you have talked about yeah, yeah. this, is uh, I did I did meet this one uh, girl. I don't remember which. I probably, I think it was Tinder, actually. Um, she, we, we talked, we had commonality in music which yeah. is if you have a commonality in my music taste then that's automatically going to throw you way above everybody else yeah. because music's so big to me uh but we met on we talked about music and we decided to go ahead and meet and uh we talked about you know where you want to meet and i was like i was kind of tired of meeting at restaurants because m i was getting kind of broke because yeah, i'm the type of guy who pays yeah like and when you're going on like three or four dates a week with yeah people it was like fuck my wallet's getting empty quick yeah so um, I was like, I just want to do something different. I was like, coffee, something, walk around. And she had mentioned, let's meet at Barnes & Noble, which was one of the coolest dates. Yeah, that's super fun. I ever been on because we went, we met, we walked around, we looked at books, we looked at toys, we had a coffee. Yeah. We, I mean, we well, stopped. you can tell a lot about somebody. Yeah. You can, one, you can tell about their intellectual level. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. And you can get their wittiness, their humor, because you can go through so many, I mean, you got magazines, you got books, you got, I mean, you got everything there. Yeah. And it breaks the monotony of having to be stuck in a stable yeah. um, 
place, like a table, like you're stuck in a booth. Yeah. And, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Or, oh, you know, like you're you're moving around and you're Yeah, you're no really lulls fluid. in conversation, no awkwardness. You can always find something to point out or exactly. something to talk about. So that was That's probably. Awesome. That's smart. Hey, there's a tip. Go on a date on Barnes & Noble. Yeah, I mean, if, like honestly, I know going to a restaurant's good. Never go to the cinema. Or the oh movies. Lord, Not no. that you can do it right now in COVID anyways. No, that's true. I'd be asleep, babe. I'd be the worst date for a <laughs> freaking movie. I'd be out cold. Yeah, I mean, go to Barnes & Noble. I mean, you can go. Honestly, shit, go to Walmart. Oh, God. Unless you're a people at Walmart, then you might, you might lose your date in there. <laughs> you and I would never get a date in Walmart. We'd see the line and be like, fuck this, I'm going out. Yeah. I can't do it. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, that was that was probably... That was the most interesting, like, like a good a good place to have a first date. Yeah, I think I think it was the most interesting, cool kind of date. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. like that. I, I, I'm not gonna say it was. I mean, the date was what the date was, but as far as the location and the idea for a date, yeah, good date, good date. That would be a good place yeah, to go. It was. It was absolutely great. Um, yeah, I mean, I did. I've done them all: coffee at Starbucks, restaurants, lunch. Like yeah. with you, brunch time with you uh, in the morning. Uh, I, th- I think that was most of them, but most of them were restaurants. Uh, I did do a hookah lounge for a meet the first oh, nice. date. Yeah, yeah, that was that was interesting. We hookah lounge and then uh, dinner, which I was fine with that because that really like was different. That was the funniest date. Okay, so the funniest date. Well, let let me ask you, what was your outside of bars? Most I didn't have any good dates besides ours. <laughs> Woohoo! I am. Because guys are skeevy assholes. The man. <laughs> I can tell you my worst date, but I'll wait and save that one. Okay. So my funniest date was, and it wasn't the worst date, but it was probably the funniest date that was not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And so it was, it was crazy because this date actually lasted like 24 hours. Good almost Lord. 24 hours. So it's the one we met for hookah. I met, we met at the hookah shop. Yeah. And we was there for about two hours. I had a reservation at uh, Juju in Durham, mm-hmm. which is, a f- like, by far the most fantastic restaurant ever. But, you know, we met. I didn't really, like, she she was my type in intellect and emotional things and things like that. And we connected with great, con- I mean, conversations were off the charts. She's very intellectual. But she just really wasn't, like, fully, fully my type physically, mm-hmm. which is That's fine. That's okay. Because I'm I'm okay with that, but and I was uh, we went out we had a great time, yeah. but the date itself was funny. We started the hooky at the hooky <laughs> at the, the hookah hook- lounge. We started at the hooky lounge. <laughs> the hooky lounge. What up, Southern? Um, and she showed up. She did not have her glasses, her gla- her contact glasses. She left them at home, so she had her sunglasses on that were prescription. So she had to wear them the whole time for she, your whole date. She had to wear them. So this is where the the humor oh starts. Lord. So the whole night she has her sunglasses on. Even in the restaurant. Everywhere. Sunglasses. Yeah. Oh man. She would pull them up like we were having a conversation. Yeah. But she, like mo- she had to put them down, and it was funny because Do people think she was blind. I, I don't know, but say that. But it, there was some interesting looks on that. So yeah. we're at the hookah lounge we're having. She, you know, she's very. Uh, forthright about how she feels about the attraction physically to me and oh and you're not feeling it yeah oh i'm not <laughs> awkward she's very starting you know like you did a little she getting touchy a little bit she um, getting grabsy babe not too grabsy she was okay but you know we started there and it was fun it was good uh great i mean honestly it was it was a good date 
uh, we go to, but the date, the date, the date about um, that's funny isn't the, what can I say, about me and her. The, the part that's funny about the date is something that absolutely has nothing to do with me and her. Oh, so what happened? So we go to the restaurant, and our uh, waiter. Uh, oh, my elbow. <laughs> Sorry. He's gay. Oh. I know he is. Is he hitting on you? He comes to the table and, and okay, so I'm not the type of person who is a homophobe by no means. Like, I, I, and I'm not like, oh, I have a gay best friend, so I'm not, a, I'm not, you know, I'm not against gay. Like, I legitimately love all people. You do. You love everybody. And he, and, and this is why I'm telling you these things. Like, I look, and he's a cute guy. I mean, he's younger. He's fit. Great haircut. Good skin. Like, he's, he's a cute guy. Like, if I was gay, I would like, yeah, hell yeah, I'd date him, you know? Yeah. But uh, he comes up, and he's smiling, and she's like, he's kind of like, <laughs> and I'm like, and I looked over, and I was like, he's kind of cute, isn't he? Because I'm just, you know, at first, I'm like, I'm the type of person who just love to joke around. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, he's kind of cute, isn't he? And she goes, oh, he's not my type. And I was like, well, he might be my type, you know? Oh, my God, babe. <laughs> but it, it, at this point of the, the, the date, like, me and her, you know, it was just one of those dates where it just kept going on and on. We yeah. were driving around. We went here. We went there. I was, I had not fully healed and got out of my bad place yet. She was the reason I got out of my bad place. Gotcha. Because there were some things that happened throughout that date that that helped me mentally, mm-hmm. that I could that I was starting to see in myself. Yeah. But, anyways, the restaurant part is what makes this the funniest date. So we're sitting there, and I knew I had pissed her off. Which I didn't care, but she was being a certain way, which was kind of rubbing me just a little. There was this, like, snootiness. So she was British. Oh. And, which I love listening to her talk because the accent's cool. Everybody oh, knows I didn't it. know about this. Yeah. yeah. And, but there was this part where I'm like, try not to sneeze. Slip fly, babe. <laughs> no way. Um, where he's like, how is everything? And I was like, man, everything's really great. I'm like, sir. And I was like, and the sir, and I was doing this kind of like, and I was like, and your service is excellent. We, I want to thank you so much for everything you're doing. And he just yeah. like, he's like, you're so welcome. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And he walks away and she goes, what is going on? I was like, I was just letting him know he was cute. Yeah. You know, she goes, are you like, should you be dating? Am I like your type gender wise, sex wise? And I'm like, no, you are. I was like, I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not gay. I, I like women. Yeah. I'm not into guys, but I'm like, you gotta admit, he's he's cute and he's helpful and he's yeah, he's like witty, everything, and uh, I don't know. He may, the way I was acting, it may have been a little like overboard. Were you giving wrong symbols? May I don't know. Single. I might have just. I, I probably would have left and hung out with him for the rest of the night. Oh my god, you may shut up. Yeah, I may have, um, but <laughs> we were. As we were as we were pro- progressing through the night, me and him would have these little back and forths. He would come by and smile at the table, and I would smile back. And it was driving her crazy. It was really driving her crazy. <laughs> oh my god! And I kind of was doing it on purpose, and well, I'm sorry. At that point, you're probably done with her. Yeah. And so he comes back by, and he's like, "Are you ready for the check?" Well, let me say that Juju is not a cheap place, and I did not expect to be footed with this entire bill. Uh, and I was. Ooh. 
Like hundred something plus. Yeah. Oh shit. And uh. <sighs> For a bad date. Yeah. That's dumb. So, I was Note like, yourself, don't go over somewhere expensive. Oh wait, or you could split a steak. Yeah. <laughs> so. He comes back to the table and he goes, so are you all finished? I was like, yeah, we're finished. Uh, let me just get the check. And uh, so he brings the check. And he goes, how do you want the check? And I was like, well, we can. Uh, and she just like put her head down at Santa's laying. And I was like, just bring it. Don't. It's all on me. And he kind of looked at me. I could see in his face like, poor guy. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're stuck. So he brought me the check. And he actually took a couple of things off of it for me. Did he really? Yeah, he did. He 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 discounted a couple of things for me, and uh, he brought it to me, and I gave him a card, and he took it back. And when he brought the b- check back, there was so the little note written on the oh my god on it, and it said, "If it doesn't go well tonight, here's my number." <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if she saw it or not, but I you know I tipped them well. Yeah, I yeah. tipped them very well, and I you know. And we were leaving, and he picked it up, and he, and I was like, and he was like, "Don't forget, you got my number." And she oh goes, "What?" I love it. I love it. I love it. Anyways, that's that. I know it doesn't sound funny to everybody, but for me, that was like the funniest because I legitimately thought not again. I would have rather been on a date with him. Yeah, and I'm hard. not attracted to guys like that. That's yeah. You know, it was more entertaining and more. Yeah, I mean. And pleasing than her. Here oh she is gosh. sitting there with you, and she's being he was cuter sour than her. ass. Well, you know, so works. bad date. Bad date. The worst date I ever went on was terrible. We met for drinks, like kind of last minute. Talked a little bit back and forth. Had a lot in common. Music, of course. Um, I think the drinks were like, uh, let's see how this works out, and then like maybe get dinner kind of deal. So we had drinks, and then um. You know, talked for a little while. Things were going kind of, uh, you know, well. A lot in common. And then it was, hey, do you want to get something to eat at the place we were at? But I'm not really hungry. So then you're like, okay, well, what does that mean? The question. Do you want to split a steak? (laughs) And I was just like, this has now become the other side of the date. (laughs) Because at that point, you know that you're not good enough to have a full steak. Like, you're cool enough to hang out with, but I don't want to spend a whole steak on you. So, just a half a steak. You want to split a steak? And this is a grown-ass man who has a job, like a good job at a place, and he wants to split a steak. So, that should have been my first clue of what the end result was going to be on that whole uh, My thing. ass is so cheap. I can't, I'm not going to buy you a whole steak. You want to split a steak with me? It's not like splitting a pizza, people. That's splitting a no, fucking a steak. No, a steak. And I'm like, what? It, thank God we both like medium rare steaks because that would have been a freaking deal breaker. Like, who wants, like, if he would have ordered it well done, I wouldn't even split up. Like, no, you go ahead. You yeah. can just eat it yourself. Yeah, so I should have known then that that was like a disaster yeah. waiting to happen. And then, of course, it's like you go out on a date and then magically his ex-girlfriend decides to reach out to him. And I'm like, you're full of shit, dude. Like, I'm not dumb. Really not dumb. Yeah, well. Like, just be honest. And that's when I, that's really, honestly, that was the best date that could have happened because at that point I was, like, so done with that nonsense that, yeah. like, you, it's like all of a sudden you have this revelation, like, yeah. I can't go through this every time I'm going out with no, somebody. I just absolutely. can't do this. Like, this back and forth yep. crap. It's ridiculous. So, you heard our funnies. You heard our goods. You heard our bads. How about you? This is a call to action for all the listeners. 
we're looking for your best, worst, or funniest dates. And what we want to do is invite a handful of people to join us uh, to... We don't know if we want to do a, like a live video feed or film a YouTube, but we want to put something out as a video with a few people talking about dating and what was the good, the bad, and the ugly of dating. Uh, we want to host it, so reach out to us on either out our Instagram, give us a DM, slide right on into them the good way. Yeah, uh, not creepy shit. Send us an email. There's a lot of ways you can get in touch with us. You can leave us a comment on uh, the website at our podcast uh, link, Facebook. Twitter, whatever you want, hit us up. You can always get in touch with us. It's all Rock Hippie Adventures because that's what we're doing. So hopefully you enjoyed this little piece, the meat of the show. Whoop, whoop. Yep. Now we got a little special thing coming up. A little bit of a... Baby, you were killing the white man ever bite just then. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So now we're going to give you your weekly dose of trashality. Yeah. Trashality. Trashality. Trashy, trashy reality. Yep. That's Shows. Yep. So I'm like a huge reality TV person, and I would always watch all of my shows when Keith wasn't around because I didn't want him to know about my secret obsession with trash. But then I shared the trash. Yeah. And now you're stuck. <laughs> stuck in the trash. So right now we're watching um, the it new season. Started. Love Island. Love Island. I've never seen one through four. I've never seen any <laughs> shit like this, this before. I'm so new to this reality TV stuff. Not like Big Brother. Not like maybe the challenge, you know, Survivor, yeah. things yeah. like that. But I'm talking about like these really like there is no like Siesta Key, Laguna Beach. I don't watch that stuff. I, well, I've never watched that stuff. I kind of watch it with her now. Now it interests me because I have this, like, I love people watching and I love studying people. And this really gives me an insight to how fucked up our worlds might be if these people actually run it. <laughs> yeah. So Love Island, just a little background information. It was a UK show and they did Australia as well. So this is only the second season it's been in the U.S. And I just finished. I didn't realize that there. I mean, I knew there was one last year because I watched most of it, but I didn't finish it. So I finished 2019 season. Yeah. And then, of course, 2020 just started. Yeah. The c the COVID edition, which is a little awkward because it's not the same. Yeah. They're not in an island. They're in Las Vegas. Yeah, they're in Vegas, so there's no island. But the, the premise of the show is they bring on girls, they bring on guys, and they couple them up. And uh, the goal is to be a couple all the way to the end, whether you're with the same person or not throughout the show. But you want to end up the final couple. People in America will vote for the final couple. So we're watching it. I think it's just something we can talk about that if you can talk about a little break at the end of the show. Um, I know we're like an hour and a half in, but join us because we're going to spill the beans on the first four episodes. Yeah, this is a spoiler. Like if you haven't seen episodes one through four. Turn this off. Turn this off. And then come back because we're not going to give you a lot of information. But we are going to say they're right. They started out with five girls. Yeah. Brought in six dudes. Yep. The five girls had to choose. Well, they brought in five girls uh, and five guys up front. Yeah. Uh, and then they're there's always a little twist to get them to have to choose each other. So right. That, so, course. you know, the guy would a guy would come in. The girls would stand there. If they like them, they could stand, you know, move forward. And the guy would then choose which girl, whether he she stepped forward for him or not could choose a couple with them, and they did. And um, the the girls that started off, Mariah and Caitlin and Sally and Justine and 
Mackenzie. Mackenzie, the 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 Barbie ba- the Barbie doll plastic the girl. The bl- botch Barbie. Yeah, oh man, she's got a lot of surgery. She she's got a lot of things that has happened. Ooh. Sweet girl. But man, just stop. Yeah. You're too little for those big boobs. Yeah, there's a lot going on on the front. Yeah. Whoa. Mm. But it's funny. So they all they all they all started coupling off. Yeah. You know. Uh, Jeremiah wanted one girl. Then a guy came in after him and took the girl from him, and he ended up with Justine. He should have just picked her from the get-go. Yeah, because she, she stepped, stepped forward. forward. But she was just, I think she was just kind of looking out there for something to hit. Well, most of the girls will wait until all the dudes show up and then decide that they, yeah. you know, who they wanted to pick. Because right. They, nobody wants to pick the first guy that comes out the door. Gotta, gotta, gotta leave my options open, even if I right. think he's super hot and like, woo. But, you know, it was, it was interesting. Um, yeah, so who off the bat was like your favorite girl? Or a guy, doesn't matter. I think... Like, who were you rooting for? Because I really kind of didn't connect with anybody right away. No, th- the first initial, like, when you watch the... When they introduce them all and they give their little background story... You and, and I are making faces the whole time. I know, we're like, <laughs> is this person for real? My problem is, is all the girls are talking like, you know, if... if like, yes, like that. And, like, all... Like, when we were in the 80s, it was Valley Girl Talk. Yeah, they all talk like that. Yeah, so it, like, it was tough. Oh my god, he's so cute! Like, like it was like every five minutes. Yeah, and I'm and, and, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I don't know how I'm gonna make it through this. Yeah. But yeah, the initial my initial first impressions across the board for everybody, I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna enjoy any of these people. No, it chilled out once they got into like the meat of it. Like it's just that initial. Yeah, once they got through the initial, like I gotta show you my. Like all my, my colors. Voice. <laughs> yeah, I got I got to give you all my crazy up front because yeah. I need I need to draw in ratings mm-hmm. for the show. Yeah. Once we got past that, they coupled up and then they started. Yeah, you like, got to get past the introduction yeah. stuff where they're rolling around those balls and those cars and all that crap. That was ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Stupid. I couldn't handle it. But as soon as that happened and they got coupled up, I I I will say that I'm leaning right now in the first four episodes. We'll see what happens on episode five. But James and Mariah are a couple. Um, they seem the most normal, real, real. Yeah, let's go with real. Yeah, real. Uh, not well, and I'm I'm gonna say that they genuine? seem genuine. Yeah, genuine. Like there, there's not a lot of fronting going on. Um, She's the most natural out of all of them. Yeah, he's physically. fully tattooed. Good-looking guy. Wears glasses. Yeah, I mean, all these people are in super freaking shape. The dudes are ripped. Yeah, they're like they make me feel bad. When I take tw- my shirt off. Oh, stop. You're hot. They're 20-something. Yeah. I don't want to be in my 20s either, but it's okay. Yeah, me either. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. um, so just like in every episode, they have cell phones. And every time that you hear this sound, there's something that has happened. And so as they've all coupled up, of course, we hear this. And we see that two of the guys who have recently been coupled up are invited to go on a date in the hot tub. So they will randomly bring in girls that, you know, to tempt them. There's no settling. Like, there's always things that are being thrown at them. So, of course, two guys get thrown into the hot tub, and there's, like, some scrambling going on to try to figure out who's going to be with who. People that were friend-zoned all of a sudden are just like, Justine's losing her mind. My friend-zoned Jeremiah, and then all of a sudden he's on the date, and she wants him now. Well, it was even like um, when they brought in the first – extra guy who oh, would yeah, be Johnny. single Johnny yeah. he would then be able to take somebody's oh that's right yeah I forgot that and he before. was like up in the air between Sally because that was and Caitlin Trey's girl yeah. and Caitlin who was uh Carrington's Carrington. girl yeah 
And this is the funny part. So he's like, he could, he was thinking about choosing between them and where Caitlin was like, you know, I'm not whatever. She goes, whatever you want to choose, that's fine. So uh, Johnny did choose uh, Sally and you are ugly when you're angry. She had this look on her because you saw it. She's like, like, oh my gosh, like she immediately smelled a fart come through the room when he chose her. Yeah. And it was funny because you see it happen every time you like the. My favorite thing is watching so closely when things happen and watching how people's facial reactions, their gestures in those situations, yeah. like they're talking one thing, but you can see their face saying a completely oh, different thing. you can see thing. their face, their body language, yeah. everything changes, and then they're totally... Yeah, and then a couple more girls come in, everything starts settling down. Mackenzie's lost her shit 500 times already, crying yeah. that Connor's not, you know, her yeah. and Connor are together. He's but, a cute little boy. But they seem to be the most genuine couple. Now at yeah, at the end of episode end of four, episode because you know, at the end at episode four, here comes two more guys takes Mariah and f- on a date. Yeah. And James and Mariah seem to be the most stable couple, but but Mariah wants to take it slow, no sex. James is like, I thought James so. wants a boner. James wants to hit that hard. James is on Tinder and Mora uh, is on a uh, hinge on hinge. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. They so, are not on the same page. So as we're going through this, um. This is getting to be an interesting thing. Can I tell you what my favorite part of the whole show was? Yes. When Justine was working out with Trey, and she was doing those butt lifts, and he put his hands on her hips. Because for resistance. For yeah. resistance, because he didn't want the bar to hurt her hips. I about fell out, babe. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was the cheesiest shit I've ever yeah. seen. Well, He's I don't smooth, though. Yeah, no, the, the dude's a player. He's, He's a straight-up player. Super player. He's over there like, here, let me give you resistance with my hands on your hips, your pelvic area. Yeah, between her legs, pushing on her pelvic things. Yeah. Like, he could just, you know, slide right in. And he's like, not. you know, I'm just helping her work out because, yeah. you know. I don't want the bar to hurt her hips. I'm a personal trainer. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to show her how to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't want that 45-pound bar to hurt her hips. Dig it in and leave her bruises smooth. on her. Yeah, he wants to leave smooth. bruises on her. Yeah. Hmm. Smooth guy. Yeah. Yes, real smooth. Yeah, he's yeah, th- it's it's an interesting show. We'll be talking more about it each week. Follow us. This this the tr- the weekly dose of trashality will be brought to you by mm, pure stupidity. I love it though. It's yeah. by like hour or two a week. We binged all of them because what we didn't realize is that there was four episodes. Yeah. So we binged four episodes. We're gonna do better with that. But um, yeah. So it's we're going hour of just. Well, I, I think we watch Peaking it too because out. there's no there's no intellectual stim- stimulation, so you can literally go brain dead and watch this stuff. Yeah, it's parity entertainment. I mean, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So, um, we're gonna bring you a little dose of this w- each week. If you think it's something that you like and you want to keep hearing our thoughts and giving you the updates on everything, right now the couples, if you're watching Love Island, uh, you know, with Carrington and Kirsten and Justine and. Trey, and James and Mariah, and McKenzie. Yeah, Caitlin went home. Caitlin went home. Yeah, Caitlin's gone. Bye-bye, Caitlin, who looked just like Kayla from the challenge. Yeah, she kind of did. Scary. I didn't like her at the beginning, but I did end up liking her at the end. I kind of felt bad for her. She got the raw end of the deal. No, I didn't feel bad for her at all. No? No. Really? No, I didn't. I, I think, I th- not that she got what she deserved, because there, she, she never deserved anything. She she liked, though. Like, she didn't even have a shot. I kind of yeah. felt bad like for her. Like, if it's a, if it's a show about being a couple, she didn't She didn't do what she needed to do. But Carrington was a tool. She well, was stuck with him. Yeah, but she could have done something different with Trey. 
She didn't. Oh, that's true. You know, if you think about it, like, Justine had the real open, vulnerable conversations. She basically, Trey knew that if another dude came in the house, that. That's why I didn't feel bad for Caitlin, because Caitlin was looking for the stay, not for the couple. Justine was looking for the couple, not the stay. Yeah, that's so true. So Trey was something that she felt like that they could go the distance as a couple. Whether Trey feels that way or not, I don't know. He's a player. I don't think he does. But Caitlin was looking, I just want to stay here because there might be somebody coming in next week that will be better for me. That was her. Yeah, but Trey's hating on Caitlin for the fact that she's a player, or that she would do the same thing that he's going to do to Justine, but I guess because it's his idea. Well, but you got to think about it. He's choosing. Yeah, that's true. He's got to choose somebody with whether because it wasn't two more girls coming in. It was yeah, two more two guys more. coming in. So for him, it could put him at risk if he didn't have a stand-by-my-side, yeah. ride-or-die person. And Caitlin wouldn't have been ride or die for him. No, but Not I don't think he's going to be for Justine. I well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it was his choice. That's he, what I'm saying. He's just trying to stay on the show. Yeah. Well, it didn't. He was staying. Yeah. He was. He was trying to find. Yeah, you're right. He was trying to find his best and most safe choice. Yeah. Because so otherwise, if he picked Caitlin, he'd be out the next week. As soon as it's a possibility. Yeah. Absolutely. Or Justine's going to be more loyal to him yeah whether he's loyal to her or not doesn't matter i'm interested in to see how mariah and james work out because up until the dating the two new guys come on and they chose mariah to be the date um i would kind of peg james and mariah to go all the way to the end because they would always be coupled yeah but i think she's kind of over his uh persistence she yeah. keeps telling him she wants to slow down but he keeps i'm trying. starting to see more of a favorite in Sally and johnny they're really cute. Yeah. I, at first, I didn't like Sally at all because she was way over the top Instagrammy Valley girl. Yeah, she was a lot. She's a lot. She's still a lot. But she was with Trey when she was yeah. that way, and so I think he brought that out in her. He brought something different because it's not but what she's used Johnny's to. Johnny's so much more low-key. Like, they're super cute Johnny's together. so much more down-to-earth and real. Yeah, he seems like a real nice guy. Yeah, like, he's a genuine guy. He's from Virginia. Like... Oh, uh, my God, that was the best. She said she had never met anybody from, from Virginia, Virginia Are you real? Are you real people in Virginia? Yeah, she literally asked him if they were real people. <laughs> so she thought they were simulations is what she told him. Yeah. Are, are you, like, <laughs> from Sims 4? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I've never met anybody. Oh, we have to talk about the commentary guy, though. Okay, because so by yeah, far, that is the best part of this entire if you show. Hate reality TV shows, especially these types that does like the Love Island coupling thing, please, please, please watch one or two episodes to listen to the guy who does the commentary. The freaking one-liners that guy has. Oh my gosh, amazing! So if if it was legal, I would just have nothing but clips of this guy talking. Yeah, because it's hilarious. Yeah, funny. it's it's absolutely hilarious. And if I can find a if if. I'm going to research if I can find all the just nothing but the clips of the narrator from the show. And then we'll have to like share I, it on our we'll share it in a story or something. Yeah, because it is absolutely excellent. So anyways, uh, if you want, check out Love Island. If you want to follow it, follow it with us. Uh, I think they're doing an episode every night for six weeks. Yeah, there's another one tomorrow night. So you can go ahead and binge it. It's on CBS. Go mm-hmm. ahead and binge it now. Get those four episodes in. You can kind of even skip episode two. I'm not going to lie because it kind of recapped what was in one a little yeah. bit. Um, you could probably watch one and four and catch up super quick. Yeah. And if not, just you can follow along and we'll give you the highlights and maybe some things of people gone and the best things that we like. And it's just a little bit of us at Rock Hippie Adventures because we're Rocky Hippie-ish adventure people. This is our dumb time of it's your weekly dose of yeah. trashality. Trashality. So, <laughs> so, guys and girls, we want to thank you for staying this long. If you're still here with us, 
please, please, please go over and uh, check us out on Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. Give us a like. Give us a follow. It really helps us out. If you're listening to the podcast, please, the best thing you can do for us is to subscribe at your local, your local, at your favorite podcast listening platforms, whether it be Radio Public, uh, Overcast, Apple, Spotify, hopefully Google Soon. Yeah, especially on Spotify. Spotify is our, our, our jam. Um, you can go over to anchor.fm and also hit the support button and, and drop some funds over there. But honestly, like Mel said earlier, we're not doing it for the money. We would love to make a living doing podcasting because then we wouldn't have, she wouldn't have to teach and I wouldn't have to go project manage. We're just manage. not there yet. But yeah, we're not. But, but we're going to do this regardless and yeah. bring in an episode every week and we just don't want you to miss out on something. Yeah. So subscribe, leave us comments. The only way yeah. we can build the show and build our community is for you guys to leave comments and leave us a rating on any of those sites. Yeah, tell us what you us. like, what you don't like. Yeah, we're open. Is it too long? Literally. Is it too short? I don't think it's ever it's too never short. never too short. Oh, we're back on that again. Yeah. I mean, too long. Hell, what the hell was I talking about? Too short, too long? I don't know. With whatever. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Anyways, uh, yeah, like I said, you can go over to the podcast page or to our website. Uh, we've got. Oh, we've got a shop. Yeah, absolutely. Go over to the website. Check out the shop. You can get shirts, bags, other stuff. Get I'm, your trucker hat. You can get a hat. Uh, help us out. Um, the best way, the best thing we can do is though is word of mouth. Uh, tell people that you're listening to the show. There's tell them you hate it. Tell them to listen to it. We don't yeah, even care. Tell them you disagree <laughs> with us about dating or do something. Love it. And if you really want, if you you know, and also if you got a show, you want us to come and talk with you. You want to get on our show and talk. Hick. Hick us up. Hick us up. Hit us up. <laughs> Silly ass. Check everything out. Don't forget to go check out American Scream. Uh, band out of Boone. My son Ryan is in that band. <laughs> yeah, that's not. It's Boone is the best place ever. So why not have the best band come from Boone? How yeah. about that, babe? There you go. There you go. Go check it out. Check out High Score on Netflix. And if nothing else, guys and girls, we just want to say that we appreciate you going on a journey with us. So on this journey, we want you to live life loud. We want you to live it bold. And remember, mediocrity is not an option. Thank you for listening to the Rock Hippie Adventure Podcast. You can connect with us on all of our social channels, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Just look for Rock Hippie Adventures. You can also head over to our website, rockhippieadventures.com, for all of our latest blog posts and podcasts. You can also share your story, check out what we're listening to on Wednesday, or just our usual jackassery. As always, leave us a comment or rating on your favorite podcast app. Saturday morning and a young man's lying in his bed and his phone goes off. Young. Oh. <laughs> Who's doing this narrative here? Come on. Damn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go all ahead. Right, all right, go back. Go back. All right. All right. Start over. <laughs> Asshole. Yes.